15 titles on my mind Seven world ones, one hardcore And seven tags with four different guys Take her easy, take her easy Don't let the sound of gongs and bells Drive you crazy Lights open, raise my hands Don't even try to understand the supernatural dead man to take her easy Well I'm standing on the corner of Death Valley, California Such a bright fire I see It's my house, my lord, burned to the floor Lost my parents, brother, everything Come on, Kane, please don't blame Paul Bearer took me in as his and tried to train me. Rarely lose, I usually win. I never thought I'd see you again. You opened up the cell and climbed in so freaking easy. Running down the road and I'm all on my own Got a decade of destruction Call me big evil, not red, But do call me American Take her easy, take her easy Don't let the sound of limp biscuit Drive you crazy Come on, fancy Coming back, it's the dead man to so take her easy. of the night welcome to talking taker episode 195 of our encyclopedic exploration digging up the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of all time the undertaker happy new year i am one of your co-hosts one of the creatures of the night mr alex dorio and i am joined as always by my tag team partner my wrestling buddy he is of course a member of the japanese team mr <laughs> travis white <laughs> of course <laughs> of course folks uh, if you a frequent listener of the show you know I'm just referring to uh, one of our more recent episodes talking about The Undertaker, Mean Mark, uh, The Master of Pain in Memphis, uh, the main event Monsters, when we talked about the infamous Japanese team, as they were called there. 
But uh, tonight, Travis, perhaps even more rare footage than that Memphis yeah. footage. Is we are going to be uh, looking at a match that took place in Japan. A extremely rare match. It's not on the WWE Network. There is no official footage of it available. We're actually going to be looking at some handheld fan cam footage. But it's such a unique matchup here. A house show Royal Rumble match in Japan that, uh, spoiler alert, it features Undertaker in a pretty significant role, which is why we're covering it here. Dude, uh, how cool is this? This is awesome. I'm glad you dug this up, man. I, did we mention it, like, when we were in 94? I'm we sure never, we did. I think we did, because he was post, this was during when he was gone, right? He had ascended into heaven yes. in January, and then he hadn't come back till SummerSlam, the SummerSlam, right? So we, but this is in between. But, yeah, so we mentioned it, but, yeah, we hadn't seen it. I never even... I hadn't thought of this since we talked about it. So, yeah, you dug this up and thought it was a good, timely thing because the Royal Rumble is this month. You know, it's a new day here. It's, it's January. It's a new year. Yep. Royal Rumble's coming up. So what better way? We've already covered Taker's Rumble win and his, his prominent Rumble matches. So uh, what better way than this one we lost in time? Absolutely. It's New Year's today when this is coming out. So we've got New Year's countdowns, you know, going on on the brand. We'll do the Royal Rumble countdown here. Um, like you said, we've covered every single Royal Rumble match um, at, here in this new generation of Talking Taker. Uh, we've covered all the pay-per-view matches, but we're just looking for new ways to discuss these sort of things. Uh, you know, of course, we're going to go back and cover some classic matches that we've all, all, already talked about. Uh, yeah. But we're looking for new ways ways uh to discuss the undertaker here and as we were doing that you know i just this match came to mind and i you know we just did a little googling and some youtubing and found some pretty decent footage i mean it's it's pretty dang good for a handheld camera i think it's workable for us to to talk about it here something totally different us and we some of our favorite episodes have been our royal rumble watch alongs uh so it just felt right to do it again and hey we just talked about undertaker in 1994 last uh month yeah collecting dead man so it fits in with that theme dude i i think it goes right along with sort of this uh whole encyclopedic exploration digging up the dead man oh absolutely man and yeah it's a new year i got some new gear on this is a christmas present from you oh as you can that? see that Look oh yeah that, baby absolutely. pocket tea and, and my present from last year i'm gonna take a new so yeah we're good to go these are the only non-blurry clothes you can see so yeah yeah rocking i this. got my uh, uh this is your present to me from yeah, last year is. and then the uh i'll earn that you can see behind exactly. me and oh, I bought that for myself. Uh, you gave me the mug. That's right. I did. The yeah, mugs. As of this recording, you have not received your gift from me for Christmas, but it's coming. I'll give it to you in person when we see each other. Right. But we'll talk about as of this dropping, you'll, yeah, you'll hear about that in February. In time for your birthday. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of things dropping, uh, we got to talk about something oh. that dropped. <laughs> Uh, the day uh, of that. The day of this constantly time. happens. I'm sure something yeah. else is going to happen by the time this episode drops. You know, we try to talk about latest Undertaker news, appearances, sightings uh, every month. And of course, something drops right after we record our December episode. And uh, a couple things that dropped were uh, these balls, cold as balls, Kevin Hart. <laughs> that is a real show on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. And who would have ever thought Kevin Hart would be interviewing The Undertaker 
Not me. This was crazy, not man. In this lifetime. Yeah, I had no idea. Like you sent it to me the next day. I was like, "What? Are you kidding me? Like it's yeah. insane." So I thought it was strange. Uh, man, big old what is, uh... for old spice too. But oh, it, was, yeah. it was it was it was neat though. What is the concept of Cola's balls, Travis? For folks who don't uh, don't know what it is I mean, or haven't watched it, that's the only episode I could watch, but that I did watch. But for what I could tell, is just Kevin Hart and whoever he's he's interviewing sitting in a bucket of ice. <laughs> That's Talking. it, man. They sit in an ice bath and have an yeah. interview. Yeah, have an interview. It's the it's opposite like... of hot ones where they eat hot wings. Yeah. It's sort of the yeah. inverse of that. Yeah. yeah, the dead man was on it. Uh, not a lot of like... not a lot of stuff we haven't heard, but uh, it was still a fun interview. <laughs> he like raises up out of it and Kevin Hart's like, like that's just great. So, yeah. Nobody. What the hell is that? I got a knife. I don't. I got nails. Some habits. They're hard to break. Wow. Uh, Mm. The Undertaker. Wow. Okay. I'm going to put my robe up. Just take a second to go get some toilet tissue and wipe my... I'm not uh, I'm not the world's biggest Kevin Hart fan, but uh, definitely oh, I this. We'll say I don't like him at all, but yeah, that was great to see him on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you could tell he was. I don't, I don't think he's a current fan, but you could tell he had a lot of respect for Undertaker. Oh yeah, uh, he he definitely grew up as a fan. I, I would yeah. say that for sure. Oh yeah, I could tell, and I appreciate that because it's a lot of times you know in the wrestling world gets mocked by other forms of entertainment, but. Uh, yeah, it was really cool. You could, like I said, you could tell he was a fan at one time, and just knew he stayed in the presence of, of greatness, man. Like it was oh, great. Yeah. And uh, and I know he, <laughs> he and you know The Rock are real right. tight, so I wonder if they, they got connected that way or something. But that's uh, that was really cool. So fun to see the size difference between Kevin Hart and then Undertaker, yeah. of course. Uh, like but, Rey <laughs> dude, I, I have to say we were wrong on our last episode because we said in the year twenty twenty one. It was the first year ever that The Undertaker did not compete inside a WWE ring. Lo and behold, on Cole's Balls, The Undertaker competed inside a WWE ring because he took on Kevin Hart in a round of thumb wrestling Uh, and stuck his hand in a wrestling match inside a Mattel WWE ring. So technically, in 2021, The Undertaker did compete in a WWE ring. And he didn't mm. lose. He lost to Kevin yeah, Hart. Yeah, he lost. He's uh, 0-1 against Kevin Hart. 0-1, so. man. That's crazy. So. <laughs> well, but, uh, another thing that dropped since then is uh, we just talked about Jeff Hardy on Broken Skull yeah. Sessions, and then, like, within a week, Uh-oh. he's gone. Yeah, that was unfortunate, <laughs> man. So, anyway, you know, yeah. we uh, really wanted to see some more with Jeff. But, anyway, it's what it is. We don't know the specifics. but No. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we wish him well. Yeah, him Hope everything gets good. worked out. For sure. Yep. Hope uh, hope he gets on better footing there on a <laughs> more disappointing note. But uh, uh, something that else that will drop before um, this episode comes out, uh, but after we've recorded, there's going to be another Broken Skull Sessions with an uh, old rival of The Undertaker by the name of DDP, Diamond Dallas Page. So it'll be interesting to see oh, if yeah. there's any uh, Taker talk on that episode. Oh, I guarantee you there will be. Because they'll, yeah. they'll probably talk about the stalker angle and how yeah. it was him and Taker rubbing the wrong way. So, anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. DDP, I can't wait. To, we're going to put a bro counter up there. 
He, there you he's go. almost as bad as Russo. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we will discuss that on our February episode, folks. Yeah. So uh, plenty of time to watch that. But, uh, man, any other news? I, I don't really have anything. No, that's All it, right. man. Well, uh, we'll keep this short and sweet, man. We are talking about... Uh, today, as we've mentioned, the lost Royal Rumble match from Osaka, Japan, from May 9th, uh, 1994. Uh, oh, so, Nue- Nuevo de Mayo. Nuevo de Mayo, as Nueve we celebrate it uh, in the Far East. Uh, <laughs> let's give some context here, man. Uh, uh, this is May 1994. So, you hardcore Undertaker fans... Uh, of course, you know, and, and we did talk about it on last month's episode with Collecting Dead Man. 1994, the, ever since from uh, Royal Rumble 94 to SummerSlam 94, The Undertaker has ascended into the heavens. We don't know where he is. Apparently, he's in Japan competing in a World Rumble match halfway in the midst of this, man. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, meanwhile, on TV, Paul Bear's searching for The Undertaker. Uh, there's all these Undertaker sightings and they do all these vignettes with like uh, people in coffee shops or restaurants mm-hmm. and things saying they saw the Undertaker. Before we take a look at Yokozuna in action, there have been a number of individuals all throughout the world who claim they have seen the Undertaker. Well, maybe some of these people didn't see what they saw, but maybe they did. With that in mind, let's take a look at some of the recent Undertaker sightings. Ted DiBiase finds his own Undertaker, um, but he really does not compete very often. Um, I should have confirmed it, but this might be the only time he competes. So yeah, maybe one so. or two other, you know, overseas tours or things like that. But yeah, they call him in to compete on this big show. Uh, I believe it's called Osaka Mania. It's in uh, mm, Ca- Castle Hall in Osaka. Yeah, it's a, it's a big event over there uh wait it's I, in a castle hall like castle hall a giant japanese castle castlevania yeah they're just in a hall <laughs> of a castle it's crazy no, i'm just kidding it's called castle hall and uh yeah not released on home video or anything like that um and there's no commentary again there's it's this is all fan cam footage um just think about that dude like how can you imagine like sneaking your VHS camcorder yeah, into the house show yeah. <laughs> and just setting it up? <laughs> I, I don't know if it was a wind up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's quite that old, but uh, no, but still, like you got the big old thing, or, dude. I don't know, it's crazy. It's wild. Well, those in Japan, they have like cutting edge technology back then. They might have had true. something like the size of an iPhone or something. You know? Might have had something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a mini disc or something. So. 
Um, weirdly enough, there was also another house show Royal Rumble that took place in 1994. Undertaker was not a part of this one, but this one took place in January, uh, just five days before the actual Royal Rumble that year uh, in Madison oh. Square Garden. So like a run through or something, like a drive run. Sort of. I mean, but uh, this one's actually won by Owen Hart. Uh, he won this wow. house show rumble uh, a few days before the actual rumble, and there's pretty good fan cam footage. You can find that pretty easily on the internet as well. Uh, Undertaker is not in that one, but yeah, it's just. I guess this was a thing they were trying out to sort of goose the uh, house show attendance and, and do something yeah. unique there back then. But they've never done it since. Yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. insane. They did the greatest Royal Rumble, you know, about a pay-per-view. So, yeah, that'd be – it's a good way to boost ticket sales. You know, advertise you got a Royal Rumble because you know it's going to be, you know, pretty lengthy match. And and plus you got, you know, big stars in like takers. So that's, that's pretty cool. And I guess in a way, like, you know, the greatest Royal Rumble, like you said, that is something that they've done, you know, since then in a foreign territory to just kind of make it a special event here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be the opposite of that because there's – Instead of 50 people, there's only 18 in this one. So it's going to be an abbreviated Royal Rumble. Uh, but we're going to do what we do, watch along style. I, You can find the link that we're going to use in the show notes. So um, if you, wherever you're listening to this podcast, I will drop the link for where we're watching this match in the show notes. Uh, I'll also tweet it out, put it on our social media. You can find it on YouTube if you just search for Osaka Royal Rumble. We're actually using a link off of Daily Motion. Uh, it's got a pretty. There's, I think there's actually a couple different videos of it, but uh, this one's pretty crisp, pretty clear. Uh, we're hoping for no ad breaks to interrupt the watch along <laughs> here on yeah. Daily Motion. If so, you know, we'll just run with it and uh, we'll we'll try to get back we'll just, matched we'll, up. We'll pay some bills. That's it, man. Um, <laughs> but this one's good. Uh, the one of the YouTube links actually has the whole house show on there uh but this one is just the rumble so we can just hit play and go with it uh so we'll just play from there uh if you want to watch along with it while you get that queued up uh we should mention that undertaker did have a match earlier in the night on this show against uh somebody everyone on here would recognize jensei shinsaki who went on to be hakushi in the WWE. Oh, uh, sorry. You're <laughs> My bad. Excuse me. Go too high. Yeah. God bless you. Um, of course, we, we talked about a, another match they had on a house show in Japan that was really, really cool uh, on our Hidden Gems episode. Yes. This one, not so much. More of a squash for Undertaker. Uh, but I will mention a couple things here. Uh, to start out the match, uh, it's only about three minutes long. But Hakushi, before the match starts, his manager has a big white bag, like a pillowcase. And before mm. the match starts, he pulls out an Undertaker head, like a mannequin oh. head of the Undertaker, and waves it at Undertaker's face. And he gets all angry. Paul Bear has to pull Taker back by the hair. Um, and honestly, uh, Taker hits a side leg sweep. He puts. Uh, Hakushi in like sort of a modified STF for a good minute. And then uh, he does the ref intimidation, which works even in Japan. And uh, then Hakushi can't knock Taker down. He finally hits a missile drop kick off the top rope. Uh, But then he goes for a crossbody block. Undertaker catches him, hits the tombstone. One, two, three. It's literally three minutes long. Uh, Hmm. But 
it's neat to see. Uh, you sure. know, if you're gonna watch this show, you can uh, rewind it a little bit and see that very unique matchup here earlier in the night. So, yeah, not much to talk about there. Uh, that's not what we're here for. We're here for this Royal Rumble match. We're here for the main event, the Royal. Rumble. I'm assuming this is the main event of the night. You can, how are you gonna follow this, man? For sure. Yeah, it is. How are you gonna follow this? I mean, you if you get a it. Royal Rumble on a house show, you know a babyface is winning. <laughs> I got to send the crowd. Home. You would think, right? <laughs> With a heel. Yeah. So, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, man. I'm excited about this because I have not previewed this match or watched it or anything like that. So, I'm I have excited not. to get into it. So, I haven't watched the whole thing. I just kind of scrubbed through it to, to make sure yeah. that the, uh, the footage would be watchable enough for us uh, that we would be able to tell what was going on, who was in the ring, and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, it's late for us recording. I know we've kind of built it up. I think we've built it up good enough. I think we've given everybody a chance to get ready to watch it. Let's do it, man. Why don't you give us your traditional Royal Rumble countdown, Travis? All right. We'll go three, two, one, play. We'll go on play. So everybody get ready. Three, two, one, and play. All right. There we Got go. It? Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you to BearerFan166 on Daily Motion yeah. who uploaded yeah. this. Uh, got the ring announcer in there. Um, it's not the Fink. He did not make the, the plane ride over to Japan, but he's going to give the Japanese folks the rules of the match here. May 1994. Uh, and there's going to be mostly WWE guys, but there are a few Japanese superstars mixed in throughout this as well. Yeah, so is this going to be similar to the uh, 1997 one where we had a bunch of Mexican guys in it? We didn't know who they were. <laughs> it could be, but uh, I, we actually AAA. do. Yeah. We uh, thankfully have the uh, the list of competitors yeah, before us, which we did not have. No. <laughs> we were just making up names on <laughs> that one. We just made stuff up. Yeah. But look, man, how many guys are like, these, these, man, these Japanese fans are like really close to the ring. So, they are. all right. Here's the man who drew number one. Mr. Blue Tights himself, the model, Rick, Rick Martel. Model. I could tell that was him just by his body shape. There you go. Grainy footage here, but it's good, man. This is the best you're going to get. He is pumping up in the corner like he's pre-brought Lesnar, dude. Look at him. Getting ready. <laughs> getting ready to go. There won't be a big eh and everything, I don't think, will there? Uh, there, there is a whistle if you are actually Ooh. listening to the commentary. Yeah. So there's a guy on the outside with a little handheld whistle. Give a little whistle. All right. That's awesome. Martel is ready for this match. He is stretching. He's I know we've talked about this. Up. Oh, yeah. Well, no way, man. He's He's got all sorts of stamina. Uh, I know we've talked about this on some other Royal Rumbles. Uh, you big Rick, Rick Martel fan? Oh, absolutely. Without question. Love him. Love him. I, but, like, again, I came late to the Rick Martel game because I wasn't really following it in 1994. I, I came – I had to re – Refall in love with him, but I fell in love with him during a Booker T match, man, on Nitro uh, in 1997 yeah. or eight or whatever. Like, I just that series he had with him, and just, and I was like, man, this guy can go. I didn't know he was like 100 years old at that point. <laughs> like, I had to go back and appreciate his earlier stuff. It's, oh man, speaking of 100 years old, speaking who's of number two? Years old. <laughs> Bob Backlund. Bobby Backlund, dude, <laughs> talking about doing some dancing in the ring. <laughs> yeah, he is cutting a rug. He is, this is just. He's Clown having a blast. Shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Ooh, kick to the chin. He could probably do all this here in the 2022 Royal Rumble if they wanted to call oh, him. Oh, golly. I'll, if they, if they announce he's going to be there, I'll find a ticket. I wish Go. they would. <laughs> Riding him Although, like a... 
Oh, yes. It goes for a pin. pin. <laughs> that ain't going to do it, would, Mr. Backer. He would win the title, what, the next? Within six months. Yeah, months, Survivor yeah. Series. Yeah. Yeah. So this is right before he's done his big heel turn. Yeah. This has to be right before that. Yeah, it right. must be, because he's obviously a baby face here, because Rick was never a face in WWE, was he? Rick Martel, yes, at the very oh. beginning in Strike okay. Force with uh, okay, Tito yeah, Santana. Yeah. So yeah, very Tito. early, but yeah, so, ever since then he was the model, right? Rick is reminding Bob Backlund how to actually win this match and trying to throw him out. <laughs> Bob Backlund just went for a pinfall. Uh oh, uh oh, here he goes. He's gonna Someone do it. Skin the cat. Skin the cat. Rick Martel can't believe it, and uh, this is fun because these are. Two guys who, in some previous Royal Rumbles, have been sort of the Iron Men in them. Mm-hmm. I, I know in '93, Backlund went like fifty something <gasps> minutes. Airplane spin. Airplane spin. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, he went forever, man. And, and Martel went like forty-five minutes in a previous Royal Rumble, and so it's fun that they're starting things out here. Plus, they're legends. Like, oh yeah, Backlund was a six-year running champion. Martel was an AWA champion mm-hmm. before this. Uh, so this Japanese crowd is definitely familiar with these guys. I don't think Rick Martel gets the love he needs to, man. I really don't. Like, I think he gets overlooked so many, so many times. He but belongs just, in the Hall of Fame. He's so good, man. He's a he guy is, you could always depend on. He didn't ever, to me, he was never like world champion material, but he could have been. Like, I could have seen him be on the edge of that. But it's just who he was in the ring with. All right, who we got here? We talked about him earlier, Jensei Shinsaki, who was known in the WWE and uh, as Hakushi, and this match actually got him hired, or this show. This was his, the first oh, wow. time he was on the radar for WWE, uh, and he would come in as Hakushi uh, in early 95. There you go. He didn't last too long there, though. Only about a year, but yeah. man, for me as a kid, as a 9, 10-year-old watching WWE, he stuck in my mind so oh. much at that age because of how, not just his wrestling style, but his look. Man. Exactly, his look. And that's what, again, when you're eight, nine years old, that's what hooks you, man. Like, that's why I was yes. so drawn to Sting and then so drawn to the Road Warriors and the Steiners and uh, the Ultimate Warrior and Taker. And then, I mean, I remember I wasn't watching wrestling like you were at this point, but I remember I remember seeing Akushi before I was a wrestling man, like when I was just flipping through, like, like after I gotten kind of out of it and came back into it, like, I remember seeing, like, I remember his, his look, man, it stands out to me as a little kid. So yeah, there's something to be said for that. Like, I don't know, just unique looks. Yeah. Um, the, the, I, when I would play wrestle with my friends at that, age, you know, before we met, I would play wrestle yeah. elementary school friends. I would, I would be Hakushi sometimes, you yeah. know, he wasn't like my favorite wrestler, but he was so unique. Um, I had little, uh, wrist guards that I wore for football that were yeah. sort of the same length, w- went down your whole arm and I would wear those. Mm-hmm. I would do like his poses and things like that. He was the first guy I saw do like the back handspring elbow. Like I know, uh, I know great yeah. Muda and other people did that before him, but me, he was the first guy I saw do it. Yeah. And that's just such a cool move as a oh, kid, yeah. especially in WWE when you're not seeing things like that. Uh, exactly. I, I love the guy. Yeah. When you're in the land of the giants, you're not seeing stuff like that at all. So it was really cool. But yeah. It's just, um, again, he had a, he had a style, a visual presentation. He had mannerisms and taunts that you could, you could 
do like you could do that and people are like oh alex is being a kushi like we can tell because of what he's doing it's something that's missing nowadays is you know people don't have their signature you know like i can't just go out and say oh i'm gonna be seth rollins like i can't i, I love seth yeah. i can't just like be seth rollins you know like i, I you, you got to start talking to sound like him or like doing moves like him. you can't just there's no taunts like like his you know what i'm saying so right Something that's lost after the Attitude Era. We don't really. We kind of lost that. Everything's kind of homogenized. But speaking well, of homogenized, who's in the ring? Well, this is My a guy. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, it it has that look. But uh, I would say this is a guy that fits into everything you just said, Travis. Adam Bomb is number yeah. four coming out here. Um, a guy, dude. If you were watching wrestling back then, you thought this guy was can't miss main oh, event yeah. future champ. Uh, it's crazy that it didn't work out for him because he had the size, he had the look, power. He jumped off the screen. I loved him as Wrath. I love Mortis and Wrath, dude, and WCW. That was I, I loved. It. I love Chronic. We talked about sure. it on the show. I Absolutely. love him and Brian and Brian just knocking heads, dude. Sign me up. They don't need to be five star wrestlers and give me a, a Brian Danielson match all the time. I need these guys blowing people up and just crushing three count on Nitro. Like, I, I love <laughs> it. It was so much fun. That they they some of your some of the best squashes you'll find. Uh, you go back on the network, <laughs> or on YouTube, or just look some old Saturday nights or something from that time. You'll see oh, some yeah, great chronic squash matches. Yeah, but Adam Bomb, man, great look. Jumped off the screen here, and uh, looks like number five is coming into the ring, and he is one, two, three, kid. One, two, three, four, five. Number five. One, two, three, kid oh, coming in the ring. Um, Someone who for sure would have fit in pretty well in Japan. Oh yeah, had had some great matches there. I, I just love we we every time he comes up in a show we talk about. It, I just love Sean Waltman, man. He's so good and uh, just ahead of his time, man. And just can be in there. And you know he's talked about on podcasts. We probably have too. Like Vince would put him in there with guys to test him, like see if they could. Like yeah. Jericho's first like yeah. dude was with Xbox in WWE. Like can you hang? Like that's just kind of weird. Like you don't think of an Xbox being. Vince's type guy like that, but he want in. He's a utility player. Now he's a guy who had once once his one two three kid. You couldn't really be him, but once he turned to Xbox, oh, you could be oh, Xbox. Absolutely, you were, you were being Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> you like to be Xbox back in I middle school. To be <laughs> yeah, I love to be Xbox. Mr. Crotch Chop over here. I did not wear the bandana though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Not a lot of action to describe here with these first five no. entrants. It is your standard Royal Rumble. Uh, I don't think I've seen a wrestling move yet. I've just, just been... Uh... Uh, no. Just a lot of throwing over the edge. Yep. A lot of At- but- button mashing. <laughs> Backlund's got Adam Bomb on one set of ropes, and it looks like Hakushi and the kid have uh, the model on the other set of ropes. So uh, that's been pretty much the match here. That's why I've just been kind of describing the guys. But, yeah. Uh, oh, Hakushi Ooh, and Kid get a little slap fight here. Uh, yeah. I believe they had some pretty good matches on Raw and uh, maybe even a pay per view. Uh, maybe if I recall correctly. But those guys for sure would fit each other's style. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. And Xbox, Great, man. a guy we've given love to on this show, he's in the Hall of Fame, but I still don't think he gets the love he deserves. He does man. not. I still think he's underrated. He People still think of him as the 2001 Xbox key. Go away. Like That's not, dude, I'm telling you, watch him. Oh, here we go. Who's this? Cobra Kai. Uh, Cobra Kai. <laughs> this is 
Uh, probably right. going to butcher this name, but uh, Masashi Ayogi, or Ayagi, um, a guy oh, I have never heard of before this night. Uh, he <laughs> is in a, like a karate <laughs> gi. Masashi Mahogi? <laughs> That's where I had dinner earlier tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You get a massage and a sandwich. Yeah, that's right. Masashi Dude. Mahogi. Oh, look at that. Him and, him and Hakushi well, just double did the team. same little... Yeah, that was double great. Double team uh, uh, back leg front kick or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Full arm dragon. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that shirt hanging in here? Nah. Oh, dang it. Um, so this is beginning to remind me of WCW world tour. Um, and I mean, it's in a fun way. I comment like they had, so they had, uh, the visual rights to the guys from like all Japan and new Japan, because the game was originally made in as fire pro wrestling in Japan from THQ when they adapted it for America and did WCW world tour, they put those same schematics in the same character, but they couldn't call them giant baba and yeah. hakushi but they still had I mean, hakushi was in that game he's in the game like it, it's just they can't call him that and like kenzo sasaki and all those guys are in there but uh this is starting to remind me of that because you get like the oh big pile driver in the middle pile driver from backland and somebody no they didn't get eliminated never mind no. sorry um, One, two, yeah kids right keep what continue what you're saying yeah. oh i was just saying it just re- reminds me of that like you're getting the big stars like from wwe and you're getting these japanese guys in there too which um again some of americans may not have known but this is in japan but it's really cool i just it brought me back to the days of world tour where i used to love using those japanese guys because i would yeah. try to go online really early internet days and try to figure out who they actually were supposed to be so it was fun that's what a fun game and something like that would be unheard of in, in 2021 to like yeah. have WWE uh, 21 or 22 have all di- superstars from a like different Tanahashi company. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. As yeah, uh, like Okada and Tanahashi. Is yeah. that Tatanka in there? That is Tatanka. The crowd sort of got excited when they saw him come in yeah. and uh, my hoagie uh, has, has, <laughs> has gone away. First man eliminated there on this night. There goes my hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dude, thank the great Lord above that, uh, Bobby the Brain and Jerry Lawler are not doing commentary on this match. <laughs> you know they would be. We couldn't play it in 2021. <laughs> We'd be hearing be... about ramen noodle leg drops and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, it'd be, that would it'd be, be way more stuff than that. It'd yeah. be real bad. It'd be horrifying. Yeah, it's a good thing. Times have changed. But uh, it would be funny to, to hear those guys call this uh, in the time, in the moment. Man, Adam Baum looks like Mike Awesome to me. It's great. Talk about back. oh, I was just gonna say I got another guy I loved, and this time was Tatanka. Dude, I would mm. imitate him. I thought he should have been world champion. One of my favorite guys at this time. Loved it, man. It was so great, fun to watch. Uh, ended Heidenreich's. Uh, uh, what didn't he? No, oh, wait a minute. Him <laughs> and Heidenreich tag together. So we we talked about no nah, animal and. Yeah, animal. That's but, right. but they the were both around same that same time. time. Yeah. He's on the main yeah. roster. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm thinking of. Tatanka ended. Didn't he end? Uh, he, who's who's a uh, winning streak did he end? Or he, no, his winning streak was ended by uh, yeah, the, the Ludwig Borgen. Ludwig Borgen. Yeah, the Hellraiser from Helsinki. Didn't go anywhere. Nah. Just what a what a dump. <laughs> what a dump! <laughs> oh, sliding in. Is this bar Speaking gun? of dumps, right here, the 
<laughs> Billy Gunn himself. <laughs> oh, it's Billy? Yeah, it's Billy. Okay. Just okay. We're watching Billy Gunn, nineteen ninety four, and a couple weeks ago yeah. on AEW Dynamite, yeah. he had a match with Sting, and like, he looks better than most of the guys Phenomenal. on the current roster. <laughs> Absolutely. Like he is insane. I mean, I'm talking about better than the AEW guys. Like Joey Janela needs to look at Billy Gunn and get some inspiration for his body, dude. I'm just saying. But look how skinny he is right here in 1994. Yeah, he's, he's not a muscle guy. Yet. No. Uh, but, of course, he does go on to be. Yeah. And he gets canned from WWE for that. For whatever <laughs> made, made him. But, yeah. Billy Gunn. I mean, he was never going to break the glass seal and be the main event guy. They tried with the 99 Royal Rumble or King of the Ring win. King of the Ring. But yeah. I, I always appreciate his, his antics, his entertainment. I love to boo him. I love to cheer him. It was fine. Dude, I, I, mean, I respect old Kip Sop nowadays. Uh, he, perfect utility guy. Like he's not, yeah. he's not going to be your main eventer. He's no. he's not not a great singles guy, honestly. No. But tag team wrestler, I mean, one of the best of all time. Like I mean, he's oh, yeah. so many great tag teams. He's so great to have his little short spurts and and bursts in yeah. there. Got uh, a lot of great personality. So yeah, man, like he's a great role player. Yeah, he is. And I've talked about it on here. I saw him, you know, at a house show or a whatever show in Nashville at the fairgrounds. He was in the, him and Road Dog and I think Kishi in the main event. It was just great, man. So fun to watch him. But yeah, him being on Dynamite against Sting is just inc- I was just like, What are you kidding me? And it was like I watched it, man. Like I watched it. It was great. I mean, that sentence right there, Billy Gunn versus Sting in twenty twenty one. I mean, what a crazy world we live in. Yeah, what? To, and we're we're here. We are on day one of twenty twenty two. What's the world going to give us this year? You know, who knows? So, Can't who predict knows? it. Uh, no. Well, we're getting uh, <clears throat> Nobukazu Hirai uh, coming in here, uh, and thankfully, <laughs> he might as well be Pyu. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna last long. Uh, thankfully, that's the last of the names I don't know uh, that I have to pronounce here on this episode. But okay. it is cool to, to see the mixing of the talent here. Um, yeah. I don't know which company they're working with. I tried to look that up. I couldn't find mm. if it's like All Japan or, or what exactly who it is they're yeah, working with here. Yeah, would have been All Japan or New Japan. And then they probably would have been uh, was Pro Wrestling Noah was still around too. Or, I think yeah, I don't think they had started yet. Actually. Maybe not. Uh, I know all I'm Japan not positive. New Japan was the big ones. Man. Yeah. It was just uh, it was big, big deal, man. And they actually companies. they had some of those Japanese guys in the '94 Royal Rumble. Uh, they had mm-hmm. Tenru and the Great Kabuki oh, uh, that Tenru, are part of that great. whole storyline. Uh, and and they actually helped b- bury the Undertaker in his casket yeah. during that match. So some sort of working agreement here uh, in 1994. So. Uh, Different times for sure. I mean, X Pac is was missing some kicks on it, <laughs> but then he got then he got going. There's a little bit of a language barrier there, I think. So you know, those some house show kicks. They, they, uh, the cameras aren't yeah. on them. So they don't have to lay them in quite as uh, quite as hard. Oh, Ooh. nice Ooh. nice move by Hakushi. Nice. Reversing that Blocked kick into that. a body slam. That was cool. Yeah, block that spinning heel kick. So so far, uh, just that one elimination. Uh, by my, by my track, yeah. you know, and it's you just said something I wasn't thinking about. So they're not playing to a camera. This is a this is a house show. So they're not yes. playing to a camera. They're not 
having to make sure they get, you know, clear out the ring so the camera can get this one shot in the middle of some, like, there's none of that. They're just, just straight up house show going at it. So I love it. Oh, <laughs> we just said all that. And Hakushi <laughs> just took a, uh, leap of faith. A pay-per-view bump, man. Oh my gosh. He, he goes <laughs> for a dive. I think he was trying to knock the kid out of the ring, but he was going to knock himself out at the same time. Kid ducks. Hakushi just does a dive to the floor and eliminates himself. Oh, man. That was brutal. That was impressive. Yeah, he gave it all, man. And uh, now we've got uh, the other half of the smoking gun. Spark gun uh, has entered the uh, Osaka Rumble here as well. So... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. I think we're at number ten. Uh, would be Bart Gut. <laughs> oh, we're almost there. That's Bart in there now. I mean, can your jeans get any tighter? No, no, Golly. sir. <laughs> they are the originators of the skinny jeans. Shoot. Uh oh, Tadonka just threw out. Who's that? No, oh, not not that quite there. That is the model, I think. The a little model. grainy, a little tough to see. Yeah. Yeah, well, he didn't go out all the way. Sorry, folks. He was going for it. He must be pressing X square circle to get out back out <laughs> on the ropes. You know, man, I, no matter what they do, I just – Royal Rumbles, like in the new video games and stuff, like they try to make a system to where it's like you can struggle. Like nothing beats the just the old THQ engine with the World Tour and, and you know, Revenge and uh, No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000. Though that – that wrestling engine, those Royal Rumbles were the best, dude. The best. <laughs> you know, I, I, I appreciate the mini games and like the you sure. know trying to uh, get the get the line and stick in there. I, I think it's a good innovation, and uh, but yeah, I, I, it's just so much fun and. Uh, you, you, but but you can get you can get some cheap eliminations on the sixty four games. The, sure. That's the only thing that that's frustrated me. That's yeah. what frustrated me though, because you were the key. You were the best throw. at getting the cheap eliminations, man. <laughs> it wasn't cheap. It was part of the game. I oh, tell, it was I'd cheap. throw you in the ropes and I'd, so I'd, I'd duck, and then you'd trip over the top rope and fall out, and I'd oh, take it. <laughs> Make me so mad. But then is that I, is that? Oh, it looks like Kasayashi. It's not. It's the guy <laughs> you could pronounce. Hey, he's gone. Kazuyashi yep. is gone. Uh, Py Chuhai is gone. Owen yeah. Hart has entered the fray. Number 11 here. Uh, of course, he's in the midst of his big heel run. Uh, 1994, about to main event SummerSlam here in a couple months. So very cool to see him here. But uh, going back to that uh, 64 Royal Rumbles, I'd get my revenge because uh, I'd get it, your last guy gets thrown out. He gets to hang out on the outside mm-hmm. of the ring and I could just <laughs> grab you Drag and me pull, pull you out of the yeah. ring yeah. Uh, when you're not I looking pay that. attention. <laughs> exactly, man. It's yeah. It's part of the game though. It's it part of the game. You're right. I love that game. Gotta, you play I love by that the rules. engine. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's without question. Yeah. They just need to bring back that wrestling engine to play. I hope the AEW game is like that. That'd be cool. Which had been quiet about for years now, but mm. I hope it's like that. Well, All right. So, in case you're not watching, we got Adam Bomb, uh, Billy Gunn, Bart Gunn. The model is still in there. Tatanka is still in there. Owen Hart is still in there. Bob Backlund is still hanging around. And uh, I think that's it. Again, house show, uh, <laughs> uh, VHS camera footage. 
Uh, so it's a little grainy and uh, no commentary. So I think that's everybody's still left. And we've still got uh, seven more competitors who are going to enter the match here. Yeah. Should be getting somebody else here in just a moment. What's your timestamp? I'm a little behind. I'm just froze. Oh, okay. My bad. No, uh, you're good. We're going to keep going. I am at... 242849502352352453454455 and we're about to get somebody new. I think the crowd's getting excited. Looks like somebody new. Oh, bam, bam, Bigelow. Oh man, he is all fired up. 2314 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Bam Bam and Billy Gunn throwing it, throwing hands in the middle of the ring. 25, 26, 27. <laughs> uh, Bammer is trying to eliminate Billy Gunn here. So many guys just. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> many guys just hanging on the ropes here. It is. Uh, not a high level of action, but uh, no. it, it's still fun to watch here. Bam Bam Bigelow. Just awesome. another one of my favorite guys ever. Love Bam Bam. The guy I appreciate even more as I've gotten yep. older. Oh, um, yeah, without question. Talk about one of the greatest looks of all time. I'm yeah, 24 exactly. minutes right now. What do I need to get out? 24, 24, 28. Let me know. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm just, it was too hard to go back and forth. <laughs> I understand. It's daily motion is not quite as user friendly as YouTube. It sure ain't. No. <laughs> but man, yeah, Bam Bam is just great. What a great look, and I love when people just nod to him, like in their clothing and stuff. It's just like nowadays, like they'll give one nod. All right, right twenty-four, twenty-eight, four, three, two, one, play. All right. All right, here we go. So Bam Bam, Bam choking Bam's out. Choking. Yeah, here we go. All right, you got it. All right, we're good. People walk around the edge taking pictures. No comment. <clears throat> it's 2021. <laughs> uh, Owen Hart going off. Oh, with a face buster to that was Billy nice. Gunn. Maybe that was great. Awesome. Another entrance. Oh, Sabu. No, <laughs> that's the Macho Man. <laughs> the Macho Man. Randy Savage. Oh, the Macho King. Oh man, gotta love it. Look at the star power in this match. They brought everybody to Japan. Let the stars come, man. This is great. And, you know, I'm not an expert on Japanese wrestling, uh, but True. I mean, you probably, <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You probably know a little bit more than I do. This is probably not a match that they've ever really, that they're really familiar with. That I, I don't know that Japanese companies did a lot of matches like this, especially at this point in time. Yeah, I don't know that. I think you're. I think you're right. I don't think that they really did a lot of these multi-man things. You know, a lot of it was just the one-on-one spirit of the competition type stuff or tag team matches. Because I mean, nowadays New Japan, everything is. Oh, they do the New Japan Rumble. <clears throat> yeah, uh, they do the New Japan uh, Rumble. Uh, you know, Wrestle Kingdom. You know. Yeah, and everything is. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom is full of tag matches and stuff, and they get everybody on the card. But back then, it used to be more about the spirit of the competition and one-on-one stuff. So yeah, this would probably be quite a spectacle for them to have witnessed because yeah i don't think that all japan and new japan were doing a lot of this at the time so that was one of the most interesting things of watching that undertaker uh jensei shinsaki match earlier in the show is that uh there are moments in it where it is you could hear a pin drop and right it's so funny you know even in the the 
most boring WWE match, there's still a little bit of crowd noise. But watching that mm-hmm. match, it's, you hear Undertaker, he goes for that choke, and you like you hear his hear glove slapping. hit uh, Shinsaki's throat. And they do get into it eventually, but there are moments when it's like, ooh, like they are just so quiet, and it's uh, yeah. it's very different. It's a different culture. They they appreciate it differently. You know, it's it's an art form to them, and they sometimes quiet doesn't mean they're not paying attention. And just oh, that was an ugly spot with Bart and Bam Bam. <laughs> they didn't know one of them. Call, I bet Bam Bam called the clothesline, and uh, Bart didn't know who was doing the clothesline. So yeah, Bart just pretended oh. to take it. And ooh, uh, Macho ya. Man tossed somebody. Was it Billy? Maybe I think it was Billy. I think it was old Billy Gunn. Uh, see you later, BA. And somebody and is coming Bart in. Bart and Bam Bam did the same spot again. <laughs> Who's that? Headshrinker. That is Samu. Bart Gun is eliminated, so both the smoking guns are gonna hit the showers. And Headshrinker oh. Samu is in the ring now. Samu. You know that family, dude. Like they just. What a dynasty in wrestling. Absolutely. And, I mean, obviously, Roman is on top right now. He's just the stud in WWE. And But, like, they got they got the, the Usos' younger brother is in NXT. And, I mean, he's got it, too. Like, it's just insane. These guys, they didn't have to try. It's sick. Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, Roman was playing football, and I like, just grew up around it. And, like, he is insanely good right now he's the best roman he's ever been right now it's it's so good Uso's phenomenal rock i mean what could what more can we say about the rock he's just incredible and it's i mean even the quiche dude they're all just great um, the, the head shrinkers were great head shrinkers watch were awesome. yeah man absolutely yeah. it's in their blood um, oh yeah i think one two three kid was eliminated at yeah. one point as we're talking so talk is going nuts on talk is going ham on bam bam Ham, ham. So, going, oh, oh, Bi- oh, Bigelow with a head to the gut just put Tatanka down. He must have hit him in the low, the Death Valley area. The nether regions. <laughs> Death yeah, Valley. Nether world. <laughs> bam, bam. With a leg with a drop. Big stinky leg drop. Yeah, this is like one of the only times we've seen like somebody kind of take center stage here in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Know, this match is Bam Bam and Tatanka right He's here. Getting that diesel push, pre diesel. Push. A little bit, yeah. Not really, but so, uh, just a little glimpse of it. No, I know, I got you. Oh, who's coming? Somebody. The oh, fans are loving it. Oh yeah, this is it, man. This, this is. is what we've been waiting for. Here it is at the, number the, the, fifteen. Hey, there he is. <clears throat> he still got purple on. No, he's got the gray here, That's so he has not transitioned to purple yet. That's Apparently, right, still got the gray on. He ascended from the heavens. Oh, oh. he sends Rick Martell into <laughs> the, the rafters. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, Iron Man, see ya, the model. And then uh, Samu, and watch the face. A, ooh. ooh, choke in the corner. Uh, I mean, Undertaker knows Samu is related to Yokozuna, so that's why exactly. he's, uh, he's going after him here. Who he did a quick fire round thing on WWE like Twitter or TikTok or something the other day, and he said TikTok. who's your like favorite opponent? And he said Yokozuna. I love that man. Yeah, they're such cool matches. It's I always love when Taker brings him up. You can tell he didn't they have that you, special yeah. connection with each other. Yeah, he also said his favorite entrance, other than his, is Drew McIntyre. I guess he meant recent, like recent guys. Yeah, that was interesting. Sword and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
And his favorite current current wrestler, did you hear what it was? Edge. Edge? <laughs> current, I mean, he is. But he uh, is. Funny. He didn't pick, uh, it's also said something about Edge, he didn't uh, you pick know. somebody else. He didn't I'm not pick sure Taker watches uh, Monday Night Raw every week. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Bob Backlund and Bandit. Dude, give with me the face-off, come on, man. Oh, give me this. Bob Backlund's so good. He's incredible, man. He's like Jerry Lawler. Just he doesn't have to do a lot, but what he does is great. Speaking of Jerry Lawler, Uh-oh. <laughs> I just found out that uh, Jerry Lawler is going to be uh, competing thirty minutes from my house in uh, January in uh, <laughs> I think it's Spartanburg, South Carolina, against uh, George South in twenty twenty two. Oh wow! The That's Crown crazy. versus the Jacket. Uh, That's of George crazy. South. Same show that FTR is going to be fighting Rock and Roll Express, man. I, I'm going. I'm oh, going to beat them, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's the wrestling I want to see in 2022. Yeah, and as this drops, uh, Raw is going to be. Raw will be in is, Greenville on yeah, first, uh, first Raw of the it. year. I wish I would. Yeah, I wish I could, though. And day one, be great. Be in Atlanta. Yeah, but, uh, I would love to go to that show. Yeah, very cool. Looks like a good card. Yeah, it will be. They're pulling all the stops for it. I appreciate that. We've got the head shrinkers. Yeah, Rikishi has entered. Uh, friend Just, of the Undertaker. Man. Friend of the podcast. He he uh, retweeted one of our uh, tweets mm-hmm. before. So, uh, you know, shout out to the quiche. Obviously, they're a lot lighter here than they would go on to become, <laughs> yes. you know. But, like, just watching them here, like, I, I see the Usos, man. Like, I see it. Like, the mannerisms. And like, so it's not a put on thing. It just, it's just the way they are. It's the way they're built. It's the way they walk. It's the way they carry themselves. Like that looks like Jimmy and Jay right there. If they put on 40 pounds, like that's a great point, man. It's crazy. I, you know, I've, I've been watching a lot of 93, 94, uh, WWF lately watching old superstars and stuff, uh, with my current job, I work from home. So I've just kind of got the TV on the peacock in the background just going through the superstars and head shrinkers around there all the time yeah you're you're absolutely right man it is uh it is so like it's it's almost surreal to to see how much they they play into each other yeah yeah now taker has just backed bam bam into a corner which you don't see happening a lot so that's a big big deal and then bam bam just like a coward fired away at him so that was a cool cool face off there cool face off there who's coming in now Oh, who's coming in now? Brad That's Clark. you can tell. You can see it jumping off the screen. The Hitman. And the first thing he does hit the elbow. I love it. Oh yeah. Now you know what? Here, let me let me give you this bit, little bit of knowledge. Going after Owen. Oh, there he is. <clears throat> oh, there it is. There's Brad Owen the going at it. Wait. So, look at look at Bob back at the bottom of your screen. Just before you out. go into this, <laughs> one <Yeah>. leg <laughs> taking a breather. So I was talking, I was eating lunch with somebody the other day after church, and one of them is in his 20s, uh, mid-20s. He's been watching old Nitros and Raws just from like 98, 97. Yeah, yeah. And then sure. another one of the buddies, and so I'm 35, and another guy's 50, 51 now. And we were all talking wrestling. The 51-year-old's favorite is Mick Foley just because of what he's done his body. Okay. Anyway, we got to cool. talk about wrestling. We're talking about different, and we we're all three different ages. Mm-hmm. But all talking about the same era, you know, Monday Night War stuff. And then the 51-year-old said, um, Brett, he said, you know, I never was a fan of was Bret Hart. He's like, I just didn't do it for me. And I like, I just, I just thought it was funny. And maybe it's just because he's older than us. Like our age kind of just fell in love with that kind of work rate style, 
you know, he was the, young, the smaller guy. Like, I don't know, but it was just really funny to have his perspective on it. You know, like, I thought it was a yeah. fresh take because I haven't heard that a lot. You know, he's like, he just didn't do it for me as champion. I just didn't see him at like, he wasn't on a level of a Hogan, which I was like, I love the honesty there. So Right. I can see that, you know, he's so different than Hulk yeah. Hogan. He's so different than uh, even, you know, Shawn Michaels. I mean, Warrior. The, the, the sort Shawn, of opposites, yeah. yeah. Or Stone Cold Steve Austin. He, he doesn't have that same uh, personality there. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. you and I, he's, you know, on Mount Rushmore, basically. Yeah. yeah. It was just an interesting take. I thought it Absolutely. was really, really cool. I wanted to talk about it on here. I'm glad we got a chance to organically bring it up. So, Taker. Next to Bam Bam, who's going to bypass him and go to the corner and beat up on... To... No, it's Head Shrinker or Tatanka. Head... I can't quite tell. <laughs> yeah, somebody blurry in the corner back there. But man, Taker and Bam Bam, I think we talked about them on a Coliseum video, but mm-hmm. gosh, would have loved to see them in a pay-per-view match. That would have yeah. been a cool one to cover. Uh, Could have brought and... out some fun stuff out of each other. As uh, Number 18, <laughs> the Doinkster. <laughs> this is our final entrant in... This uh, Osaka Rumble is uh, the Doink. Wow. The Doink Man. Drew, lucky number 18. You <laughs> Bob know what? Backlund I, still doing. Still just laying Hanging out by his feet. He's, so he's hanging out by his feet on the middle row. That's amazing. <laughs> he's not even... That's amazing. I think we mentioned this on Coliseum video too. It's just like Taker and Bam Bam would have had one of those big man matches that would have been worth the watch. Like, it would have been like uh, man... Taker and Yokozuna. I exactly. Like. Sometimes those big guy ones don't. It's a. It's a. They're too similar. It doesn't work. Like, in my, like in my opinion, the first Kane match just didn't do it for me. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taker and Bam Bam would have been so stinking solid. It would have been amazing. Yeah. Because both those guys know their character and they know how to work and they know how to work a big man style, but also pull out the stops when you need to be impressive as a big man. Like Bam Bam would do a moonsault. Taker would jump over oh, the top yeah. rope. Like, <laughs> just like. But you don't do it every night. You do it when it means something. So I just I would have yeah, loved man. to have seen them have a have a feud. You just let the, let the chains off of those two guys, let them go yeah. loose. Man, could have been yeah. spectacular. Yeah. So uh let's reset for uh people who aren't watching at home. This is it. No more entrance. People in the ring. We got Owen, Brett, Macho, Undertaker. Samu from the Head Shrinkers, Adam Bomb still hanging around, Doik the Clown. Uh, Bob Backlund, <laughs> just climbed down. The first uh, or second entrant still in there. Uh, Bam Bam and Tatanka. I think I hit everybody that is so. still hanging in there. Golly, that angle, Bam Bam looked like Baron Corbin to me. <laughs> Doink, man. Why is Doink number eighteen? That's incredible. <laughs> Got the prime spot there. It's random. Yeah, man. Random Taker draw. came on what third from last. He's he's a he's fifteenth. Isn't his number one spot to come in? That was twenty seven. Like didn't he come in twenty seven a lot? I he came like in he thirty a lot. He's the came guy who 30. came in thirtieth okay. yeah. the most three times. I think I the believe. more people that have won have won from twenty seven. That's right. That's that, the lucky yeah. number. Which is yeah. funny because you he's gonna win here for alert from fifteen, which is three away from the top. So it's kind would of funny. have been yeah, <laughs> yeah. essentially the it's same the thing. Equivalent of the twenty seven. It is. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So. He is uh, working over Adam Bomb there. Undertaker is. Uh, so is that okay to say in Japan? 
Dude. Is he heel in Japan? That is not okay to say in Japan. That is a yikeroni right there. Yeah. He's by a huge heel in Japan. Oh, my goodness. Comes out uh, like that was a mistake. Yeah. Probably, probably should have thought about that. Yeah. Oh, man. Who's laying down? Owen? That is Owen. Holding his back? Yep. Yeah. I just Boink, think man. I think it's cool here to see Macho and Undertaker in the ring yeah. together because that was not a common occurrence. They never had a big singles match, no. so it's uh, pretty neat to see them against each other here. Golly, what a yeah! They never had like a program that culminated at like a SummerSlam or something. It's just crazy yeah. to think about. It's just because there were so few pay per views back then. Yeah, and then by yeah. the time they started adding them, Macho's gone. Well, he's gone later this year to to WCW. End of the year, yeah, he's over to WCW. Yep. Yeah. Uh-oh. Bob Backlund is just straddling the ropes again. Sam Lou's going after him here. Taker's taking out two guys in the corner. Or no. He's got yeah. Bomb and Owen Hart. A double noggin knocker there. Love it. Somebody just went out, I think. Yep. I can't I tell who that it. was. I don't even know. Could Sorry, been... guys. It's a little bit. Backlund is just <laughs> wow. Ah, Taker, boom. Must have been Taker's Doink. Second. I don't see Doink anymore. I think it was Doink, Scott. See ya. Oh, man. Macho with the full bodysuit, not the shorts. That's that's how I like my macho. I think I've mentioned that before. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, Ooh, bam, bam. Into the turnbuckle. It sure does. Tonka's laying it in on bam, bam. Knocks him down. Undertaker hey, in the man, corner. With a full flat back bump off a headbutt. <clears throat> oh, and Ooh. he gets his revenge. Bam Bam's revenge. Tosses Tatanka over the top. Owen Hart tosses Bob Backlund finally. Oh, man. What a run Backlund. from Backlund. What a heel. Throwing Backlund out. What a heel. So Fred we're down Nolan. to seven guys in there now. Yep. We're starting to get towards the uh, finale. Everybody's paired up, but Bam Bam, he's just taking a breather. Oh, so both head shrinkers are in there. I think I might have missed yeah. that earlier. Both okay. head shrinkers are in there. Macho's in there. Taker's in there. Bam Bam and somebody else. And the Hart Brothers. Oh, the Hearts. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yep. that was Macho I was looking at. Yeah, and the Hearts. The Hearts are paired off. Bam Bam and Undertaker paired off right now. Head shrinkers and Macho. Oh, Brett. Oh, Brett and oh, Owen Brett and eliminate Owen, double, each other. Double elimination. How about that? Well, now you look at the ring and you're like, well, who's going to win? It's going to be either Macho Man or Taker, right? Yeah, I mean, right. If you're in the audience, you're thinking that because you're like, I know the head shrinkers aren't. And Bam Bam, little did they know he's going to main event WrestleMania next year. But <laughs> That's a good point. They had, they had no idea. So, they also didn't know who Lawrence Taylor was. <laughs> <from laughs> they Japan. definitely did not know who Lawrence Taylor was. <laughs> Taker is choking out uh, one of the head shrinkers here uh, on the ropes. Bam Bam <laughs> on the other one. The other one on the back. Like, let me get a piece of this. Oh, <laughs> see ya. Oh, we got a final four here. Bam Bam, Macho Man, Undertaker, and I think that is Samu. Again, it's really grainy here. Yeah. Not not racist. I can I can tell them apart in a normal yeah. situation. I cannot tell them apart on this video, but I do think it's Samu. No. Just because of the <laughs> footage quality. Yes. So, yeah, how about this Final Four? Look at that, man. 
again, it's just funny to see Macho and Taker sharing the ring. I know. And they haven't really mixed it up this whole time. Oh, they really mistaken. haven't. Oh, Macho goes for the oh. double axe. Bam Bam, Bam catches, catches him, him. And didn't throw him over the top rope like I thought he nah, would. Nah, into the turnbuckle, though. Samu is choking out Undertaker and the other turnbuckle. Ooh. Macho with a desperation clothesline. Macho never won a Royal Rumble. No. No. He never won. uh, No, he never did. No. King of the Ring. I mean, yeah, King of the Ring, sorry, duh. Macho King, but never won. uh, Yeah, never won a Royal Rumble. That's interesting. Undertaker, of course, he won one 13 years after this. Yeah, it's funny when you think about just. uh, like the guys that stay are now nowadays, it's like they're there for twenty years nowadays, or fifteen or eighteen. Like the back then, they weren't. Like even no. Macho wasn't there that long compared no. to the guys nowadays. That's why, and I'm again, I hope this is not a bad take, but like all these releases are horrifying. I hate the release. I hate anybody yeah. losing their job. Sure. But sometimes it's like some those guys have been there for six, seven years, which honestly is over the average lifespan of a wrestler back in the day. Like think about the nineties. Those guys weren't there for more than six or seven years. You know? I'm not Whoa. saying it's a job. Oh my No, God. I, I agree. Yeah, it can yeah, be the no, best just, best thing for him. Yeah, like I mean Austin was there for what, seven years and that's done. Like that was his when he rose to the top, but again, I never saying someone should lose their job. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But same time, some of those guys are are lucky they got to stay in the WWE right. for ten years. You know, make a living. Undertaker hates Take Bam Bam her. and Samu. He, he just hit a double clothesline on them. Uh, they got Macho Man out, so now we're down to the final three. Taker hit that big double clothesline on them, but they both got up and they are working him over here as we enter the the oh, final yeah. three of this match. Got a couple heels and Taker in there, so you know what's going to happen here. You got an no, idea. If you know wrestling, oh, Taker's flat on his back. Not for long, buddy. Oh, crowd, <laughs> Sits man. up. Clapping. What an interesting final three here. Ooh, a double headbutt. A headbutt from Bam Bam and a, and a Samoan. Dude, two That's of the hardest big, heads oh. in the world. But he still sits, sits up, up again. That's an awesome spot, man. I don't care who you are. That's awesome. That's great. Samu has got under holding down Taker up. Oh, Taker ducks. Bam Bam with the drop kick to Samu. Samu goes over the top rope. We're down to two. It's Bam Bam and the Undertaker, and Paul Bear is on the outside. Yes, he is. Oh, Taker. Oh, pulling the gloves pulls back. Pulls the gloves back. Yes, sir. He, Bam Bam just waved at Paul Bear. Look, man. <laughs> just... Does not matter that it's a house show right here. As the cameraman zooms in, <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he, he got it's a big up. deal. Oh, Taker with the oh, point. Taker points at him. Oh, throat slash. Yes, sir. Taker doesn't care that there's not a house show. He doesn't know that there's a camera in the crowd, and right. yet he is making this like it's freaking WrestleMania. Yes, right exactly, because he's the man. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, you're right, man. He's doing this. We're not supposed to be seeing this right now. No. Literally, only the people there are supposed to see this, yeah. but Taker is but making a it. moment out of it. Theatrical for the people in attendance. I love it. Oh, Bam, Bam, Bam Bam can't quite take him down all the way. Yeah, got him to his knees. Taker with a hip oh, toss. Oh, hip toss to Bam Bam. I'll tell you what, man. Bam Bam bumps like a fiend. He bumps like a cruiserweight. Yeah. 
He's I mean, crazy. that's what's so awesome about him. Love Bam Bam. He should be in the Hall of Fame as well. I wish he was. I think Hope it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. Only put so many dead people in at once, you know. Undertaker pulls the glove back again, oh. but Bam Bam with the big boot and a big clothesline finally takes Undertaker down to the mat. Can Bam Bam do it? Can he lift up the Undertaker and get him <sighs> over the top rope? Taker sits up slowly for the third time. Bam Bam puts him down headbutt. Ooh, no, sir. Headbutt. Oh, second falling headbutt. Three in a row. Third falling headbutt. Is he going to go up top and try one now? I don't know. He's looking. What's it going to take? That's what What's he just take said. to get this Threw his out. hands up. Oh, he points to the corner. Play into the crowd. Nah. <laughs> oh, nah. Oh. Undertaker, he struggles, but he does get up. This is crazy. I love this. They're having like a match. They are. Great. Yeah. It's, it's like, like Sean a, Taker. Exactly, man. Bam Bam hits the body slam. He's going to go it's, up to the top rope. Like yeah. you said, dude. 300. He's not like him over. 375 pounds going to the yeah. top rope here. And Undertaker's halfway across the ring. Oh, Bam what Bam a great spot. As Taker sits up. Oh, that's Pull awesome. Down. That's awesome. Oh, Goozle. Goozle. Here we go. This is it. Joke slam. <laughs> Didn't drop. quite get up all the way. And Bam Bam gets immediately up, holds the ropes, and Taker throws him over the top. Oh. And the crowd is on their feet. On their feet, baby. Cheering so hard, man. That's awesome. Look at them. They all oh, run to the it. aisle way. Yeah. To, to touch Undertaker as he leaves the ring. But not before Paul Bear and his skinny tie get in the ring to celebrate. Yeah. Look at that tie. What's Paul Bear doing? Holding him back? You notice uh, Paul Bear's uh, hands are empty-handed. He's about to do the Rikishi dance. <laughs> the lights go down. <laughs> and look, Taker doesn't have to do this. There's no lights, no TV. He's yeah, doing the Shakespeare fine. pose. Anyway, no urn. The, yeah, doing the Shakespeare pose for the crowd. I love it. That was awesome, man. I love the, that ending. That was fantastic. That was worth it, man. That Undertaker gets the win. His first Royal Rumble win. Uh, you know, not officially recognized. But uh, there he goes. The crowd. He, he wins the Osaka Rumble. I mean, he's he's for sure. He's the biggest star in the match. Uh, you know, yeah, this and is, Macho Man was in there. <laughs> and Macho Man was in there. And Bret Hart. But uh, yeah. that's a very cool moment here. That's awesome. Um and very interesting in the timeline with them being supposedly uh, missing in action during this yeah. time period. But here he is in Japan. Uh, unique uh, footnote Easter egg in the career of Undertaker. Wow, crowd is on him. Dude, that is really cool sight to see. Yeah, they are just, I mean, he is, oh, so is that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Close it out immediately, guys. Something else comes up. Oh, my yeah. word. Man, wow. Travis, what's your review of the Osaka Royal Rumble? Two thumbs up, man. If I have more, I put them up. That's awesome. <laughs> that was a blast. Again, it is you're getting what you're getting. It's a home video. But if you want to watch it for the theatrics of the ending, man, that's great. And like you said, we mentioned this is just for a house show, but they still put it on like it's WrestleMania. Great, great, great. I loved it, man. Loved it. 
Absolutely, dude. For historical purposes, very, very cool. Very unique uh, footnote in the Undertaker's history. And I'm glad we got to cover it here on this special oh, yeah. edition of Talking Taker here in the uh, bonus phase of this podcast. Uh, what a cool way to kick off 2022. Because that's what we want to do here uh, throughout this next year. You know, we thought we'd end the podcast when the Undertaker's career was completely covered but there's just so much more stuff we can do we love talking to each other about wrestling we love talking taker to each other uh so doing it every month uh, we're gonna try to keep it running throughout this new year uh we've got some ideas of what to do next but uh, we don't have anything penciled in for february yet um creatures of the night we'd love to hear from you what do you want to hear travis and i talk about in 2022 uh, what sort of guest do you want to see? What sort of friends of the show do you want to see us have back on for some guest appearances? Are there some uh, other classic matches you want us to cover again? Are there some other unique things we want to cover? Uh, let us know. Give us a suggestion for February and uh, we will yeah. cover it. Absolutely. This was a fun way to kick off the new year. We love it. This is uh, day one. So, uh, Enjoy the pay-per-view tonight while you watch this. Hey, and, uh, there you go. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe if this is crappy, watch this instead. So, <laughs> but you can always do that. You can always go back into our archives and uh, listen to classic Talking Taker episodes wherever you listen to your podcast on Apple, on Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Amazon, uh, wherever you do get your podcast out there, you can find us. Uh, you can also find some of our podcast friends. We mentioned him earlier. He was on last month's episode. Steven Zeman, he does the Collecting Dead Man podcast. So if you need that take or fix in your life every single week, uh, you can listen to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Take a different perspective on The Undertaker. Uh, had such a blast with him. Hope to have him yeah, back on the show again. Mike Prue and JV, they do the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, covering the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And they are finished his in-ring career. They are covering all the stuff afterward, and there's so much of that to cover. Uh, still doing a great job with that. So give them a listen as well. Uh, and I need to shout out a couple of people who sent me a couple of gifts in the mail. Uh Princeton John, a longtime listener of the show, someone we've talked about comments a lot. He sent me a message after we did our uh, Escape the Undertaker episode, and he wanted to send over a DVD of that weird, rare uh, Indian movie that there's the fake Undertaker and Crush in, and he sent me the DVD of it. Wow. I told him if he sends it over, we will cover it on the show. I don't know if it will make a full episode or if it, you know, we'll need to supplement it with something else. I haven't watched it yet, but I want to send a huge thank you to Princeton John. That's Uh, awesome. He's called our punk card, Travis, so we got to cover it sometime. We got to watch it sometime. So uh, (laughs) look for that. That will come in 2022. I don't know when. Uh, And then I want to shout out Randy Turco, Pokey's little dog, who sent a lovely Christmas card and a couple of Christmas presents my way. I got one of them down here. Uh, here. Awesome. Uh, This uh, fits... It fits with the time period, this bleacher creature of The Undertaker. A very nice addition to the Talking Taker collection. And uh, I think the jacket actually comes off. But uh, the best thing he sent me, 
Um, I don't have them down here in the basement in the studio, but he sent over a couple of brand new, very funny uh, Undertaker onesies because I have not announced this on the show yet. But uh, coming in March of this year, of 2022, I will officially be joining the uh, Talking Taker Onesie Club, man, as uh, my (laughs) first child will be coming in March of 2022. So very excited and uh, terrified, but mostly excited about that. Uh, So Travis... You've had a few of them. Uh, I'll be joining. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm gonna start with one. We'll see where we go from there. <laughs> it's the best job you can get is being a parent. <laughs> it's, it's the best. Doesn't pay very well, but it's the best. So, oh yeah, yeah. Doesn't so, pay well. uh, but yeah, we're I, we haven't announced that yet, but uh, we're excited for that, and all I'm sure all our creatures of the night will be excited too. We'll have another little uh, taker uh, fan uh, on our hands, I'm sure. So. No I will be what. the one with the crying baby on the uh, podcast <laughs> yeah, later in 2022. <laughs> your turn. We'll try to watch a Royal Rumble and see if you can change the change the bottle and <laughs> keep her quiet. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that that was my third one. I was able to do that on, so it took me three Man, tries to get to that. So, so. many great <laughs> memories of that uh, in the early yeah. days of the podcast. Yeah. We're excited for you and excited yeah, for the news out there now to our creatures of the night. So thank you all for joining us. And yeah, you guys have seen the birth of uh, one of mine and my kids grow up on this podcast and now Alex is going to have one. So How about yeah, that? Pretty crazy. You've got a new little baby, uh, not a uh, human baby, but an audio <laughs> baby that you're uh, releasing into the world that should be out by the time this episode drops. Why don't you tell people about that real quick? Yeah, hopefully as of um, this dropping, it has been out for a couple weeks now. It should have come out back in December on the 17th. Uh, it's called Radical. It's a new EP. It's four songs. Uh, you guys know I record and write music, and it may not always be a cup of tea, but I appreciate you uh, listening. I'm very excited about this one, probably more so than I have been in a while, just because they're all four brand new songs that I just wrote in one time period and then went into the Roots studio and recorded it at one time. So everything else I've done has been old songs or one new song and three old ones or something. But uh these are all four brand new fresh ones, so they're all kind of where I'm at in life right now. And I hope you enjoy it. It's called Radical. Uh, it's under Travis White. You can get it on any streaming platform. It's available, um, you know, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, anything. So my YouTube is youtube.com slash Travis White. Pretty easy to remember. So Two thumbs way up. Uh, actually, it's not a podcast, but you and I, uh, right before we recorded this, we recorded some interviews, yeah. uh, kind of doing the stories behind those songs. So if you check out Travis's YouTube channel, uh, if you if you enjoy what we do here on Talking Taker, uh, you can hear a little uh, of us when we're not talking wrestling, sort of what we talk about, and a little bit of the guy behind uh, the voice you hear every week on Talking Taker, Travis White, uh, stories behind who he is uh, when we're not just talking about wrestling and the songs that he write and what he is passionate about about so uh, uh go check those out uh great music really love the album uh love the songs on there i think if you listen to this you ought to go give that a spin and enjoy that and uh finally man it's first episode of 2022 could be a big year in the career of the undertaker uh, I, I mean any any speculation about what we'll see in the year of the undertaker uh, Hall of Fame induction. You gotta be. Fingers gotta crossed. Be Hall of Fame. Right. Fingers crossed. Hall of Fame. Uh, Dallas. Gotta be. 100,000 people there two nights. Gotta be. It'd be awesome. Got to be. He didn't get that send off. Like, I know you were disappointed. Survivor Series send off. Let him have it in front oh. of fans. You know? I mean, what better than <laughs> Do it. the biggest crowd ever, probably? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we've got some, uh, we, like I said, we want to keep this show going throughout 2022. Of course, if that Hall of Fame historic moment happens, we will be here to talk about it. Five years, we'll hit our five-year anniversary, which is absurd to think about here in 2022. It's great. Travis, I'm giving you, I'm giving the listeners our New Year's resolution for 2022. I, I'm just going to dream big. I believe it can happen. Five years into the show, let's make it our goal in 2022. We've got to get The Undertaker. We've got to get him on the show. I believe right. it can happen. He's been on every other show and podcast in the world. It's true. We've established ourselves. We're going to hit 200 episodes in 2022. I think Ooh. we can do it, man. I, I, I'm serious. I want our listeners' help. I want their accountability. That's, that, that is the goal for 2022 is to get an interview with The Undertaker. I think it can be done. I believe. Let's do it. Believe. If we have every listener we have tweet at him, maybe he'll see it. You know? Nope. Maybe he'll listen. I mean, his bo- his boys, the Godfather and Keish have already said hey, stuff. Man. So, yeah. Stranger things have happened. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. All right. That's how we're kicking love off 2022. We're putting it into the universe, putting it into the world. Let's see if we can make it happen. Uh, Absolutely. All right, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know where to find us. We hope you have a wonderful New Year. Enjoy your New Year's uh, bowl games today. Enjoy day one. Enjoy everything. Spend time with your family. Start the New Year off right with us and your ear holes. And uh, absolutely, most importantly, over all of that, take her easy. Meantime, The Undertaker still busy preparing that giant casket for the match, now just three weeks away. But he took a break to offer these New Year's wishes. Oh, yes, Yoko Zuna. 1994, it's a brand new year, it's a time to reflect amongst past mistakes, fine print and contracts, inept management, but also a time to look towards the future, the future, oh yes, what of your future, Yokozuna, well, you might say that 1994 is the year of the casket. Oh, yeah! I've made my New Year's resolution, Yokozuna. May you rest in peace.